You're listening to 30 Minute Expert. I'm Katie. And I'm Zach. Every episode, I challenge Zach to become an expert on a totally random topic. And if that's not hard enough, I only have 30 minutes to do it. We want to prove that no matter who you are, or how much education you have, with a little help from the internet, anyone can become an expert on any topic in the world. Welcome. Buenos dias. Oh, international. Cool. How are you doing this morning? Wonderful. Great. Yeah. I'm doing wonderful as well. I was going to ask. Oh, well, I would have said thank you. Okay. But I beat you too. Good. I just didn't want you to think that I wasn't going to ask how you were doing as well. Thank you. I appreciate your concern. <laughs> uh, the topic I have for you today is, I think, really interesting, and I want to know more about it, but I'm a little afraid to say the name because I feel like I'm going to pronounce it wrong. What could um, it be? Well, it's, Wait, is it eh. a person, place, or thing? Uh, thing. I don't think um, you're going to know it. Scissors. N- no, I know how to pronounce scissors. Uh, it's called Kintsugi. I don't know what that is. I wouldn't know what it was either from the name, but you're going to know what it is. It's the Japanese art of repairing pottery with gold. Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've heard of that, right? Definitely. I love that idea. Right? Yeah. Oh, cool. I love it too. You know what's funny? I So the table that we're sitting at right now, as you know, I made. Mm -hmm. and Yes, guys. Zach builds tables. So if you need a table, I don't know. Call someone else. He's busy. (laughs) (laughs) There are some cracks uh in the table where, you know, when I screwed pieces of wood together, mm. it kind of, you know, sent these little hairline cracks going up it right. that I filled in with wood putty, you know, it sanded it, stained it, like you can't even see them. Mm-hmm. But when I was doing that, I remember thinking how cool it would be if I had some, I wanted, because it's like a dark walnut, so, you know, dark brown. Um, and I thought it'd be really cool to have like an electric blue epoxy to ah, fill these cracks and yeah. I just thought that would look really cool and I've never seen anything like that and that was before I ever heard of this what's it called again Kintsugi Kintsugi yeah where they've you know like you said repair broken pottery with mm-hmm. gold thus making it more valuable than it was before right which is a really cool idea um you had Kintsugi in your heart I had it in my heart I know but <laughs> honestly I think about that quite often when I look at this table and That's wish so that I cool. had done that and since then I have seen videos online of people doing exactly that filling cracks in wood in with wood. really cool colored epoxy that you know they sand down and shine and it looks really neat that's awesome yeah this is gonna be cool i'm excited yeah, i know right okay mm-hmm. good i i hoped that you would like this one yeah uh there's also so obviously it would be cool to know how it came about um how long it's been around how maybe the first person started doing it Mm -hmm. um also there's a really interesting uh element to it that i don't know how how ancient this thought is or maybe it's more modern i don't know just the idea it has a um kind of people think of it as a way to look at humanity or to or to feel about yourself like like you said like something is more beautiful because it's been broken Mm -hmm. so i think that's um beyond just the physicality of it it has this like spiritual kind of element too which i think is really cool definitely i mean i think that's the reason why we even know what that is have heard of it because people 
latch on to that idea yeah. of it more so than just the nuts and bolts like this is how they repair some yeah. things you know yeah. who knows how common this even is it's probably more of an idea than it is a well, real practice today i mean like today, yeah you know well who knows you'll find out I will, yeah. I'll find out if anyone's over there just smelting gold and fixing the plates that they drop on their kitchen floor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See if anyone's doing that. Okay. All right. Sounds good. 30 minutes. I'm going to go learn about it. And and see if you can get a good pronunci- pronunciation of it, too. Oh, I, what is it? I forgot Kintsugi. already. Can, that sound, you sound Japanese when you say that. I don't know about that. We'll, we'll see. Okay. Kintsugi. Kintsugi. Wow. Yeah? What a journey. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) It was pretty cool. Um, I could tell you were were excited about this episode, so. I was, yeah, and I am. After researching it, I am. (gasps) Oh, bad boy. I am uh, even more excited. I I silenced it. Should we restart? No. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Yeah, and after researching it, I'm even more excited because wow. for the first time, this is going to sound really arrogant once you know what Kintsugi is because you can't possibly fully grasp it and like understand it. But for the first time, I feel like we're really painting the complete picture of one of these topics. Oh, you really? Know? Yeah, there's not that, that, that much on it. 30 minutes is maybe a decent amount of time to spend on it? Yeah, I think so. In I'm a good sure. way, though. Right, of it, course. It, not, not at all like it's it's nothing and, you know, it's something you can easily skim, skim past. It's really interesting. So what Kintsugi is, like you said before, is the art of repairing a ceramic with not just liquid gold, but with a lacquer mixed with gold dust. Okay. That's how they have been doing it for, you know, a couple of hundred years um, since the first instance of this. So it's not just a technique though mm-hmm. it's more of a philosophy cool which i'm not super into meaning i don't know a lot about philosophy i don't read a lot of things like that but i when i do i think it's really really cool and Aww. this really got me interested in reading more more so about that you are into it you just haven't been exposed yeah so it's a japanese philosophy that I saw it described as the Zen Buddhist approach to ceramics. Okay. Because apparently Zen masters teach that broken things shouldn't just be written off and thrown away and discarded and never looked at again. They should be respected and carefully and thoughtfully repaired. Very cool. Yeah. I like it. So if you look at Kintsugi, you know, repairing a broken piece of pottery with gold, it's a metaphor for the bad things that can happen to us in life. But reinforcing the fact that we can still piece these, you know, damaged parts back together and have something that is worth having. And arguably more beautiful on the other side. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And, and that point right there, like, reinforces the underlying themes in Zen. So the philosophy aspect of it isn't just something that people read into it. It's, pardon the pun, yes. I suppose, baked into the practice altogether. Absolutely. Very cool. Definitely. I like um, it. I mean, it, it, it is a practical technique, though. Yeah, I mean, it, it does just, I the mean, job. fixing pottery is a <laughs> yeah. practical technique, but yes, mm-hmm. the choice to mix that gold in there and really embellish the flaws mm-hmm. is part of the philosophy. Very cool. Yeah. So this is pretty neat. Um, 
Actually, it's not that neat. I'm sure every word is like this, but I thought it was interesting. <laughs> Kintsugi, uh, kin, K-A-N, mm-hmm. means golden. And tsugi, T-S-U-G-I, means to join. There you go. Yeah. Golden joining. Although it doesn't really mean that. Oh, why not? I, I you know. just said the words mean golden and to join. It. Uh, I guess those are... Um, that's like the entomology of the word kintsugi. Mm-hmm. But when I did, and this probably was flawed on my part, when I did the Japanese translation of gold, it's not kin. Hmm. And, uh, you know, to, I did like the Japanese to English trans- translation of tsugi, and it wasn't joining. It was, it was hmm. something almost like that. Like, I want to say kin translated to money, which kind of makes sense. Yeah. Um, but then Sugi, like, I couldn't quite figure out. But this is going back hundreds of years, so mm-hmm. um, who knows? It yeah, perhaps totally it's not different. as straight a linear translation anyway. Yeah, and I guess it's silly to assume that it would be exactly that. Sometimes in languages with characters as well, it, it'll be like, and th- I'm just talking, I know nothing, mm-hmm. I'm just talking. Um, but, you know, it'll be like a character means something. Um, yeah, yeah. And then when you join them, they can have a different meaning, so who knows? That Probably was just something a like fun, that. nonsensical sequitur that provided <laughs> by me. So, again, what kintsugi is, is taking broken pieces and gluing them together with a lacquer that is mixed with a very fine and expensive, that's another thing to note, gold powder. Or it's made from real gold, though. Real gold, yeah. Um, used to be. Oh. Yeah. I mean, if you're doing it now at home, you're not doing it oh, oh. Uh, it can be silver or platinum as well it's not only gold but uh-huh. gold's always always the example you saw but yeah i actually wanted to figure out how you make powdered gold and it seems like a pretty harsh process like a pretty severe chemical process that oh, i wow. was left really wondering how they did it way back then or maybe they didn't use real gold back then the same way no one's using real gold today i bet they did though I feel like back I would in the think day, they would. Yeah. people were even more Wouldn't likely. surprise me at all. And yeah. you know what? They were, I mean, I got to give them credit. We're talking, uh, to put it into context, about like the 1400s here. Nice. There was a lot of advanced chemistry going on then. Yeah. Way more than I realized. Oh, so, yeah. Especially out there in Asia, they've been like real established civilizations for a long That's time. True. That's true. So it's making no effort to hide the cracks. Instead, it's... Mm-hmm literally highlighting the cracks it's embellishing them so you notice them and and you see a piece that is made up of you know a ton of broken pieces Mm -hmm. back into one solid uh whatever it is you're talking about it can be anything Mm -hmm. any piece of pottery anything so it has its root in the muromacho period which is about 1400 when a uh the shogun his name was yashimitsu Ooh. So he, I think his life was from like late 1360s to like early 1400s. So around that, you know, 1400-ish. Mm-hmm. He broke his most, he had this tea bowl that uh-huh. he drank tea out of and he loved this thing. And, sorry, so uh-huh. one second. The shogun is like the leader of Japan at this time? Uh, I don't know that for certain. Okay. Yeah. We'll find out. I would say probably because I know it's, the shogun i don't mm-hmm. think you're you know you're not <laughs> it's not like a whole bunch of shoguns a shogun around. yeah 
right. Um, so I think so. It was outside but I don't the scope. Know. Outside the scope of the research. <laughs> I got it. Doesn't Japan, or at least used to have an emperor? Yeah, but who knows if that came later, or perhaps there were emperors True. and shoguns. Yeah. Sometime I'll give you a topic of like Japanese society, and you'll figure it out. That's okay. <laughs> um, so he broke his most favorite tea bowl in the whole wide world. He Aww. loved this thing. I know, poor guy. Very sad. Uh, and he, this is crazy to me 1400 he sent it to china to be repaired wow like dang dude no one could do that in japan yeah really crazy i mean maybe it was a chinese piece but still oh that's pretty nuts um but when he got it back you know what i'm sure was like 13 years later (laughs) uh he was bummed out because they fixed it with metal staples Oh. Ugly metal staples, which is fascinating if you ask me. I saw photos of not right. this guy's T-Bowl, but uh-huh. other pieces that were um, repaired using staples. And they were doing this all over Europe, ancient Greece, Russia, like and plenty of other places. Literally, all right, so picture just a ceramic bowl. Let's mm-hmm. say it got split in half perfectly. Mm-hmm. Or anyway, but just split right down the middle. They would literally drill holes through oh. the ceramic. Uh-huh. Put a metal, you know, shaped like a bend staple. metal around uh-huh. it and cinch it together to pull the pieces together. Wow. You know, so it almost looks like stitches. Or yeah. it, it looks like staples. Yeah. That's exactly what they are. Isn't that crazy, though? That is crazy. That, I mean, it's And that crazy, was an effective guess, way of fixing pottery. I guess, like, what else were you going to do? That Was there no glue? There must have been glue. If glue is probably not strong enough. Well, I mean, they. that's how kintsugi works. It's not elmer's but you know it's uh, glue yeah quote unquote um that is pretty wild though i know that just seems like first like how do you drill i i swear stuff like that blows my mind because i'm like now with all of the resources of 2020 i swear if you sent me to home depot and i got a drill (laughs) and a drill bit and then like got all the perfect tools and still tried to drill through ceramic i would just shatter it yeah yeah it's very impressive very impressive it is so he gets his tea bowl back, and it's got all of these ugly staples in it, and mm-hmm. he's just as sad as when he initially broke it. He's like, it's not <laughs> even worth it. <laughs> he, um, he goes to, like, his craftsman, mm-hmm. who, you know, that's why I think he was, like, the leader, because, like, the craftsman of his society, like, the people under him, okay, um, who, you know, he can order around. Nice. And he was like, y'all need to come up with a more artful way of repairing this, because this is blasphemy. Yeah. Look what they did to my tea bowl. Yeah. He probably should have gone to these craftsmen in the first place. Yeah, for real. He probably should have went to China and gave them the business too, asked for a refund. I hope he didn't pay a lot for that. Think of the shipping. He probably didn't pay anything. He's the Shogun. True. We don't know what a Shogun is. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the um, history of Kintsugi. Wait, wait, wait. But you didn't finish. So the the Oh, yeah. The so, so, yeah. So his craftsmen come uh-huh. up with kintsugi and they fixed it with a lacquer mixed with gold that highlighted the cracks because i mean i'm sure especially then there's no hiding it after you know now there are 50 more little holes drilled in it from these staples so Mm -hmm. they had to do what they could and they came up with a really creative artful way of fixing his t-bowl very cool yeah what a love story the shogun and his t-bowl like he cared so much can you imagine breaking a bowl and caring enough in the first place to get it fixed to send it all the way to china and then being that upset when it came back that you're like i still want this thing to be better it's really crazy yeah it's impressive but that goes back to that zen buddhist way of Mm. thinking that i talked about a minute ago Mm -hmm. which is 
broken things shouldn't just be thrown away. Right. They should be carefully restored. Mm-hmm. And so maybe that's the approach he was taking. Maybe he was a Buddhist. Yeah. Um, We've definitely gotten away from that approach in modern society. Oh, absolutely. And hopefully we can go back. <laughs> so that this whole thing, the whole kintsugi idea, ties in with a Japanese view called, and this is a very funny word, so brace yourself. Oh, no. Wabi-sabi. Oh, I have heard of wabi-sabi. Really? Mm-hmm. That sounds like something off the TV show Zoom. <laughs> it really does. Oh, it sounds like that language they made up. Yeah, a BW. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, my God. Wabi-sabi, I've heard of. Do you know the, what it is? Yeah, the meditation app that I use. Uh-huh. Um, they've talked about it. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the definition that I kind of pulled was it's the appreciation for simple, rustic, aged items. Hmm. With an emphasis on the story that that item holds. Cool. So a wabi-sabi approach would be less of going to Sur La Tab and buying, you know, the $45 spatula. Yeah. Instead, you know, having this, like, kind of crude, slightly burned, weird-looking, like, wooden spatula that maybe your grandma gave you and is probably 70 years old and valuing that more than you value this brand new shiny one. So all that time that we had that old pizza cutter that was probably my grandmother's and you made fun of me and called it the first pizza cutter, I was actually practicing wabi-sabi. Yeah, I was really hating on wabi-sabi right there. Yeah. But I didn't even know about it. Mm-hmm. Now See, that if you, you know, found me now with that pizza cutter, I would have, have never let us throw it away. <laughs> I don't think we threw it away. I think we did. We have a new one, a brand spanking new one. R.I. pizza cutter. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so wabi-sabi. Mm-hmm. There's this story surrounding wabi-sabi and kintsugi. It's about this guy named Senno Riku. He's a real big proponent of wabi-sabi. Like, he walks the walk. In fact, like, <laughs> I think he was, like, I take it that he was the, the equivalent of, like, what a, you know, yoga teacher is today. You know, mm-hmm. someone who not just practices, but then you know, shops at the right stores and wears the right clothes in their apartment, <laughs> you know, like, like, a, yeah. like a guru, someone that, you know, this guy would have a lot of followers on Instagram. Right, right. Hashtag wabi-sabi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he's on a trip through, uh, like the southern tip of, tip of Japan, and he was invited for dinner at somebody's home. Mm-hmm. Somebody who I guess was an admirer of him, knew that he was in the area and was mm-hmm. like, hey, come grab they were a like, bite. He's an influencer. We got to get him over here. Maybe we can collab. <laughs> <laughs> Try to get my clout up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this host really wanted to impress Sen no Riku. Mm-hmm. Again, because he was such a big fan. Yeah, duh. Uh, so he, he the, the host, has this fancy Chinese pot that he had purchased. And he was like, oh, he's going to love this thing. Like, I can't wait to show him. Like, just flexing mm-hmm. on him with it. Like <laughs> This Chinese pot. Yeah. Great. No, yeah. for real, though. But Sen no Riku, like, being the wabi-sabi guy he is... Instead, the whole time he's there, he just stared out the window and wanted to talk about this tree branch that he saw swaying in the wind. Wow. And what that's a power all, move. All, like, he couldn't focus <laughs> on anything other than that. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's how tuned in this guy was. Like I said, wow. like he was walking the walk. Yeah. So, finally, they wrap up their dinner, and uh, Riku, he, he bolts. He's had enough. He's like, all right, I got to keep walking. Mm-hmm. He leaves, and... 
the host was so mad that Riku wasn't like at all impressed with his yeah you know cool Chinese pot that he smashed it on the ground. Oh man! Yeah, he was that mad that he didn't get any problems. love for it, so he busts it on the ground and completely shatters it. And his servants are standing off to the side, and they're just like, huh? like they are shook. They can't yeah. believe that he would do that because they know how much he loves this thing. So wow. He storms off like a little baby, mm-hmm. and they go over there and they sweep it up, and they like, you know, they take it upon themselves to fix it. They're like, yeah, they're like, this thing's really. He's gonna regret this. Like, yeah, yeah, let's get on his good side. Like, let's fix it. So they fix it with Kintsugi. Oh, they knew about it. Yeah, Kintsugi. Yeah, Kintsugi had already been established. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I take it that this wasn't much long after fourteen hundred when okay. it kind of came into mm-hmm. vogue, if you will. So they fix it, and. I guess it was pretty good sushi because eventually Riku came back through (laughs) and he stopped there again for dinner. Mm -hmm. And this time, the first time he was there, he didn't even acknowledge this pot. pot. He didn't even like glance at it. But the second time he's there, without even being prompted, he sees the pot and he says, now it is magnificent. Oh. So he did notice it before, but he knew that the guy was just trying to impress him. How about that? And he wasn't going to bite. So the next time he comes and he sees... That it's broken, but has been repaired. And he didn't know that the guy broke it out of anger when he left. He was just genuinely interested in this pot now because it had a story behind it. Wow. Yeah. This guy's really cool. Yeah, it is really cool. I think it encourages us to respect what is damaged and scarred and broken and put back together. And the whole philosophy ties in with not only a piece of pottery that you shouldn't just throw away, you should try to fix it, but also... You should appreciate what is damaged and scarred and broken in ourselves and mm-hmm. the people around you. Yeah. Rather than trying to hide it or, or just pushing that part away. And that you know. perhaps our flaws and, and the things we've gone through in life make us more beautiful on the other side. Yeah, that's a yeah, great way of putting it. That seems like a very modern grasp of it. But, I mean, I, I, I agree, but also it sounds like maybe that... It, when it started they thought that too yeah absolutely you're right Mm -hmm. yeah it's not just modern you're right that is really like the zen philosophy behind it cool yeah so when i first because again i went to youtube to you know see if i could just get like a quick two minute video that was the history of kintsugi just Mm -hmm. to have like a kind of base to go with and Mm -hmm. as i did my reading see what lined up with that two minute story so when i first first searched kintsugi i saw a ton tons and tons of videos that are like diy crafty really influencer type mm. youtube videos that mm-hmm. are like do your own kintsugi and then after learning what it truly means and how it came about like when i clicked away from that video and i saw those mm-hmm. again it like really bummed me out yeah. seeing all those it's like man you're like man this ain't what it's about yeah these so kintsugi apparently got so popular way back when that people were deliberately breaking their pots so wow. they could be repaired in that yeah. fashion and that's just what it, and like that's so ridiculous right. and it's silly to even think about that because that so flies in the face of what the, the, philosophy. the philosophy of it mm-hmm. but when i saw those youtube videos i was like man that just seems like people are yeah. they just want kintsugi yeah it's yeah. not at all about i mean i'm sure they love the idea behind it but mm-hmm. i don't know no I feel the more like- i saw them i was like hey, you know it is cool Maybe you yeah. do have a broken pot and you're looking on YouTube how to fix it and you come across that and you love the meaning behind it. So more power to you. Hmm. When it comes to the practicality of Kintsugi, there are three different types, three different ways to repair. One is the uh, the crack type and that's filling a simple crack. Mm, okay. Um, then you have the piece method, which would be 
let's say you broke your bowl into 10 pieces and that 10th piece got just completely ground into powder or Ooh. you know you don't even know where it went yeah. you can't find it so mm-hmm. you replace a, a, a whole piece with gold Ooh. yeah mm-hmm. and then there's the third style called uh joint call kind of a weird name crack makes sense piece makes sense joint call i don't know where that came <laughs> joint from call. <laughs> <laughs> that is replacing a missing piece with a uh, similarly shaped piece from another item. Oh, so almost like wow. a, like a patch would be to fabric. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's what you're doing with cool. a, a piece of ceramic. So there's definitely a widespread appreciation of its original context, but I think in a more modern sense, it's the practice of highlighting and embracing, if not proudly displaying imperfections. Mm-hmm. And again, that is what it. That is like the Zen approach to it Mm -hmm. but i think in today's sense people really lean into the part of like the inner self you know there are books that are written about kintsugi and kintsugi your life and none of it is none of them are about fixing pottery you know it's it's about Mm -hmm. looking inside and and finding those flaws and not running from them yeah and appreciating yeah that's great very cool so if you want to make your own it's really really easy honestly. now you're really leaning in <laughs> at first you saying, were damn. upset at the diy videos now you are making one <laughs> i will not be making one unless i break something no we're gonna make one okay so if you want to make your own mm-hmm. um i do go to your kitchen all right or wherever you keep your most precious ceramics or potteries <laughs> that is where i keep them preferably a family heirloom and then, am i gonna break it yeah go onto your driveway okay. <laughs> throw it as high as you can in the air and run and duck so it doesn't land on your dome perfect and then once that shatters collect the pieces mm-hmm. get in your car go to home depot or lowe's or ace or you know any hardware store all is what i'm getting at yeah all sponsors of the podcast <laughs> um and then you want to get an, a two-part epoxy Okay. Now, two-part epoxy, I mean, that's just glue. glue. But a two-part epoxy is very, very strong. It's got a, um, like, the, the glue and then a hardener. Okay. So, you you know, it comes in, like, a syringe-type thing. You squeeze it, both tubes eject their little glue. Ooh. You mix it together, and that is going to be your strongest hold for like anything like this. Like that toothpaste that existed that was, like, a red one and a blue one, and they both came out at the Yeah, same like, time. one cleans, one freshens. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Read the label. Make sure that it bonds ceramic. It probably will. Great. Um, and then you're going to go online and get yourself mica powder. Mica. Yeah. I think it was M-I-C-A powder. Cool. Um, which is a mineral mm-hmm. that naturally has a shiny, glittery look to it when it's ground, which is perfect for something like this. So it comes in a million different colors and shades, including oh, cool. gold. Uh-huh. Um, and again, it's got that kind of shiny look to it yeah. naturally so the gold one like really you know looks like real gold mm-hmm. so you're gonna mix just a tiny bit of that it's almost like food coloring you know where like a little mm-hmm. goes a long way you just mix a tiny bit of that with your two-part epoxy mm-hmm. mix that up and then you literally just kind of swab it on your broken pieces stick them together and that's gonna harden uh, you know just gonna follow the instructions that are on the epoxy and there you go. You got kintsugi. Yep, you're going to have a homemade kintsugi. <laughs> Just don't forget the uh, the real meaning behind it. While you're doing it, do some reflecting. Yeah. Some Think about searching. what may be um, broken inside you. Oh, wow, that got dark. But it's more. It's not just broken inside you, but how you've healed from things in your life. And the fact that you have these flaws makes you a more interesting and beautiful person. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. You're into it. 
oh yeah i am into it i like the idea of seeing that in other people too yeah yeah i like it cool you like this one huh definitely i thought this is really interesting and i know i said that i'm gonna paint the full picture of it and i'm sure i did not do that there's definitely more to be learned of kintsugi and what it means and where it came from and and who first did it, all of that stuff. But of course, I think yeah. compared to the other topics, I was really able to encapsulate the whole thing um, At least in give about us a 30 great, minutes. Yeah, a great jumping off point. Yeah, um, even more than a jumping off point. I mean, I you know, in, in the research that I was doing, I started to just hit repeats of the same stuff. So mm. I don't know how much more there is on its history and things like that. Yeah. Um, but there's definitely a lot of reading on it and it's, you know, specifically on the internal self-healing part. Yeah. I can imagine some of those books you mentioned, um, about Kintsugi, but from the philosophical standpoint would be really interesting to read. Definitely. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's Kintsugi. Yeah. That felt good. 30 minutes. You got, look at that whole new world that opened up for you in 30 minutes. Yeah. You didn't really know anything about that. We both heard of it. Haven't you noticed how much kinder I've been over these past couple days? You know, I have. I've noticed it. (laughs) And I've noticed you, um, you, you are not picking apart your flaws as much as you were before. You're appreciating them. Mm -hmm. I'm learning to love myself. Yeah. It's beautiful. (laughs) 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 All right. Really cool. I love it. Good. Oh, I'm glad. All right. Kintsugi, guys. Let's go get Chinese food. This was Japanese. Yeah, I know, but we're getting Chinese food I know. We are getting life. Chinese food in real life. All right. You guys should get some Chinese or Japanese food as well. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at 30 Minute Expert Podcast, where you can see cool photos of all the things we talked about today. And send us suggestions for future episodes. Also, if you're a real-life expert on one of the topics we covered, write to us and let us know what we missed. You can email us at 30MinuteExpertPodcast, that's 30MinuteExpertPodcast at gmail.com. If it's something especially interesting, maybe we'll read it on the show. If you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe. And if you're really enjoying it, write a review. Thanks so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Bye-bye. Bye.